Don't know where we're going, but we're gonna get there. I mean, you got you got a semblance of the. We'll structure. figure it out. And cue the music. <laughs> no, I mean, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, so you got it. Ready? It's already been got. All right. <laughs> D here with my co-host DJ Dudley D. And we're breaking down the stories of Paisley Park, talking about this history of this building, really, uh, that hosted countless parties, countless performances, countless experiences, all kinds of stuff happening in Chanhassen, Minnesota. And recorded all those amazing albums. All the albums. All the albums. I mean, it's 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 really a trip. So we want to get into that history of those people that went out there, not as producers, not as musicians, not as record execs, not as a dancer, not as, I don't even know, whatever people, whatever building stagehands, you know, engineers. Well, we might talk to a couple of them eventually, yeah. but. No, yeah, obviously. I mean, if we can talk to them. We're going to talk to them. We, we ain't fools. But we also trying to, like, bring this from a perspective of Everyday people. Yes. Because everyday people, I mean, like Prince brought everyday people to the table. All the walks of life, young, old, every ethnicity, all all sorts of people can, went, out, went out to Paisley Park. Um, I mean, here we are. We started going out in 95. And I don't know, Mark, talk about, you know, talk a little bit about the summer of 95 when we really just discovered this amazing uh building white building that just you would not you know it's like it reminds me of those episodes they have those shows where it's like normal houses but then you walk in it's just like everything's pink or whatever you know yeah inside yeah the inside outside was just chill but the inside it's just like different world world. yeah you walk (laughs) through those doors and all of a sudden you hear the sounds and you smell the smells and you see the lights and the people and it all hits you. Yeah, it grabs you. So <laughs> summer of 95, it's it's interesting because it all starts in May of 95, and that's pretty much episode one, right? It's it's Dustin and I's first experience going out to Paisley Park, getting connected through somebody at Glam Slam, just a random night that ends up in Chanhassen with Prince walking by us playing peak control, right? It's yep. Next thing you know. Next thing you know, it's the summer of 95, right? And and it's interesting because I walk out of the experience kind of that first night and it's like you see the world differently, right? Like there is there are new glasses on. Like you were, you were kind of like – Your third eye was open. You thought it, no, no, it's a good analogy, right? It was just blurry, right? And now it's just like clear. And, it, and it's this, I, this, 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 this drive – to get more, right? Like essentially, and I couldn't quite place it, right? I mean, at the time, it's just like I just wanted to learn more. I wanted to find out who Prince was. Why did he walk that way? How do you write a song called Pussy Control? Like it's it's 
it's interesting. Do you always wear heels? Do you always wear heels? <laughs> Where'd you get my mom's drapes? Like, how do you got those? How, how are you wearing those? I mean, dude, that outfit was crazy. Uh, but like, like there's a drive, right? So I come out of that experience and you know summer 95 it's like i'm gonna go and get these albums yep. so i'm i find the the liner notes to the hits you know i read that reading the like, lyrics oh my digging gosh. into the lyrics what digging, do they mean yeah you got the hits playing you know and 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 then you're like oh i'm gonna go buy this album and then like you go to the record store and there's just like album after album after album you're like dude i don't even know what to buy here <laughs> And I can't afford them all because it's summer '95 and I'm in school. Or and, that seems that seems ridiculous to buy them all. But I mean, I right? think by by like June or July, man, I had like eighty percent of the albums. Yeah. And, but and I was listening to some of them, but not you know. Yeah. It's just like some of them, like I just couldn't get into at the time. Like my 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 mind wasn't ready for. Right. So. Right. So like my first and we were also listening to like '90s hip hop was kind of our you know. Yeah, yeah, our jam, right? Yeah. So. It's, it's like, like you're grasping towards that sound, which also, you know, Prince is always, you know, moving along with the sounds, using the sounds in his own way, but taking sounds from, you know, other uh, other kind of genres and other times that are happening. Yeah. Yeah. So so you're kind of like, what are, you, what are you ready for? What's your palate right. ready to taste, right? So it's interesting. You know, we're digging into all that music, and then – you know, we we find the NPG Music Store. Yeah. Right in Uptown. Right, yeah, like four. How how many blocks from your house is that? I mean, that's four blocks from where my where I grew up. Yeah. So you're you're four blocks, and you go in there, and it's just like it smells like Paisley Park. It smells like <laughs> Paisley Park, and then it's just Princeville, man. It's like you walk in. There's a there's a television screen. On the floor, right? When you walk in, and they're playing the get off freaking uh, performance with him with the freaking butt cheeks on the floor, and you're just like, <laughs> "What is this place?" Yeah, another, right? There's another. There's another little. There's another nook and cranny of the Prince universe, and you and you roll in, right? And then it's just Prince gear. Prince music, motorcycle, Prince, Prince motorcycle, Prince condoms, and then like you just like you just like there's candles and there's the decor and there's the posters and the jackets. Damn, I want that jacket. Anybody the, want to hook me up with that gold jacket? <laughs> the gold, I, the I, gold experience jacket. Yeah, the gold experience jacket. The, we need like, a large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a large gold experience jacket. Oh. Hit us up on our Twitter. If you got yeah, one. Yeah, you got at, one. At Paisley underscore Knights. Yeah, at Rick, Paisley underscore I'm Knights. talking to you right now. <laughs> Someone's got an extra the, one. No, oh, yeah, he ain't got an extra one. He showed me that deal. I'm just like, come on, bro. That's your boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll we'll get one eventually. Yeah, we're going to make it happen. So, I mean, we're in there. You know, I'm paying a dollar to see videos upstairs. It's uh, 18 and over, Xanali, you know, that whole kind of deal. And um, same December was one. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, and we would just pay a dollar just to sit up there in that pillow room and watch videos. Amazing. And then, you know, you start building a rapport with people when you go to the same place every single day. And, and then you find out things are happening and things are on the radio. Who else and did then, that that you know of that had, like, a their own store? 
and you like you know what I mean, dude. I I don't know. Hit us up on Twitter. Comment on our Facebook page. You know, is I mean, there know is there an artist that 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 had a similar concept, like so, a store dedicated to a single artist? I don't know. I mean, uh, I know there's like you know. Dollywood now she's alive yeah, so yeah, I mean obviously got, you can got, go to Neverland got, and like you know you, Neverland like, doesn't open though does it I'm uh, sorry not Neverland Greatland Greatland Graceland. Graceland yeah 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 sorry excuse me Graceland yeah, I got Elvis you. yeah but you can go there I mean yeah. but that's different because yeah. that's all after he passed so yeah um which obviously but is Paisley that, Park is being run like that yeah. same people are running it right yeah. now um but yeah I don't know if anybody ever had like their own retail store just selling their own gear <laughs> i don't think so man 1-800 new funk right then you yeah. can get it offline but summer 95 we're in the new npg store kind of trying to get back to this experience that like hey people could go out there yeah and once you got your ear to the ground turns out there was a concert 20 dollars, and it was sold out you couldn't get tickets and we just we didn't know any better to do anything, so we missed that show. Yep. And then the next week, I happened to get my wisdom teeth pulled. Yes. It's on all kinds of drugs. <laughs> all jacked up. <laughs> and what happened? Um, I went out there. <laughs> oh, man. This is brutal, man. So I'm talking about Prince all summer. I got all the albums. I bought all the stuff. We rolled them with my CD player, connected through a tape into my tape deck in my Honda Accord. Yep. And we're playing all the music. We got all the stuff. We're talking about Prince, watching Prince videos. Turns out Dustin wasn't quite as into him as I was because he hadn't seen him live yet. But, I mean, he was rolling with me, so that was cool. Right. But I was, I mean, I was deep, man. Yeah. I was reading books on Prince. And yeah, I mean, I was just, I'm a DJ, so I'm into all sorts of yeah. music. You know, my, my feelers are out everywhere, right, at this point. You know? Yeah, but we it took us between May and September, maybe August, you know. Yeah. So it was months. It wasn't like we just got right back out there, right? Like, right. we had to kind of connect to the scene and get our ear to the See, ground. See, it feels like, in my brain, it feels like it was only, like, a couple weeks later. No, it was August. No, I, mean, I know, no but, like, way. I just, like, it was when the, I think back about uh, it. Yeah, yeah, the Uptown Art Fair was happening, and I met this guy who playing me bootlegs out of his freaking jeep and telling me that he had tickets for that night's show but they were all sold out and i was like dang how'd you all know about it what happened and then the next weekend same thing went down except i had my wisdom teeth pulled so i was all jacked and i did not go (laughs) it's all drugged up and dry sockets so yeah i went out there and what happened uh it was a concert in the in the big sound stage and if my memory's correct, it was the same night that the Cleveland Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was being inducted. No, no? I came later because I was at that show. This is when oh. it came out as Tora Tora. All right. For some reason, I, I combined those two. Anyway, so it wasn't the this same night. This is the challenge with, with memories, though, right? Yeah. Like they get foggy. No, you were out there because he was Tora Tora. Yeah. yeah, so he came out, and uh, I mean, I didn't know about Tora Tora. So I was, you know, in the back. Um, and you know, first two, three songs, uh, it took me to actually realize that it was Prince on stage because of the distance I was away and never, you know, seen him on stage live before. But all I know is that that sound just entered, entered my soul and yeah. took over. <laughs> what is it about that sound? I don't know. It sounds so good in Paisley Park. Oh man. So there was a time, it must've been, it was 2007. 
and it was the seven seven oh seven deal. Oh yeah. And 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 it's just like I had this was before the seven seven oh deal. It was in the I went to thirty one twenty one and we went out there and I hadn't seen Prince had to have been two, three years, which is probably the longest span in my adult life, right? Yep. And I was kind of on a different path and a little bit on the outs with Prince and, you know, not really kind of feeling his music. But but I went and, dude, I was there and that first lick just popped, right? <laughs> it just popped. And, like, right the back. sound was just <laughs> like... And I was like, oh, man, this is... You missed it. I missed this. <laughs> you know, and I don't think there was ever a time where I didn't appreciate that sound after that. So the 777 show, I saw him again a couple months later, and I was just like... I, it really it really solidified in that 777 show, right? Yeah. When I was sitting at Macy's, and I was just like, dude, I just can't get enough of the sound. Right. And, and I mean, I think there is nothing in... Anything that I've seen since since he died, you know, there's just nothing yeah. that that, that yeah. does it. It just like it brings you to a place, and and the problem is, you know, I mean, the the sad thing, the uh, like I listen to the the bootlegs or the concerts or that stuff, you know, and it kind of gets you there, right? But there's like there's like there's Doesn't, like it, when the you're quality act- of the sound, yeah. And but like- when you're actually there versus when you're hearing it on a recording, there's like right. another. The vibrations. There, there is another the vibration, sound there vibrations was, yeah. moving through your body differently, and then you're participating, right? Yeah. And I think you're this part is, of it. This is what I was thinking about today when we were talking, you know, about how Prince played on a regular basis for people like us, right? So you see him as Tora Tora, but that's like the first of like a couple hundred shows, right? Yeah. So you see him, and then you see him again and again, and what you learn is there's like the the crowd is like. A part of the band it's it's his choir it's his percussion it's his back and forth and his banter right and and i believe that he's he he's working that craft and he's elevating his game from kind of his um kind of late 80s deal to like what he becomes as a showman in like the he's musicology got he's got slave on his cheek yeah, you know yeah, he's yeah. trying to re reinvent and re-invent he comes himself. back as like the showman in like the musicology tours and he's building i think many elements of that yeah at paisley park yeah and he's he, he's able to actually interact with a real crowd and try out real materials like like these comedians go to these small clubs you know what i'm saying yeah like you can't and you can't get you can't always get to that that level that you're looking for when it's just you and the band, like you need, you can rehearse all night long, right? right? Cause like you're a DJ, yeah. you work like you DJ and like against this wall, right? Never going to be the same. As, Never going to be the same as you work in looking at a few hundred people in a dance club and seeing how they react to, and you bring that, and you doing. bring that new track and it's like right. pops. You're like, Oh, I'm bringing that new track back tomorrow night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I mean, I think the same thing happens with Prince, right? Like this was good. This is the reaction yep. I got to this bit. Yeah. This worked. This didn't work. I think too. It's also. I mean, it's got to be interesting too with him, like knowing that a lot of times it was a lot of the same people out there, like on the smaller nights. Yeah, we're talking yeah, about yeah, when, when you're, just you're quiet. talking like. Yeah, it's like a snowy Friday night, and the party, you know, didn't really make it through all the channels. And yeah. uh, it's announced super late, and yeah. all of a sudden there's only 42 people out there, <laughs> and he's still doing, and it. he's still playing for three hours, and you know you're standing 10 feet away, 
And yeah, I never felt like those shows were three hours, but well, you never. He played. He played a few three-hour shows. Those were later on. Yeah. Earlier on, he did a lot of seventy-minute sets. So, you know, I think Summer '95 is interesting. You know, because Summer '95 gets us out there. We see additional shows. The next weekend, I'm out there, right? And and you're seeing Prince close up, the live music, the live sound, and it's got you right. And and now. You know, you start building some relationships, you start building some connections, and you get into the next layer of the circle, right? Yeah. And I think that's what we did. Like, we we latched on, you know. So, so. that kind of leads us into uh, uh, just kind of recapping our last guest, Dion Anderson, who uh, we really, you know, like you heard, like we, you know, when we were going out there uh, early in like 95, 96, 97, like we were out there regularly up front with Dion sharing the Pringles hanging out chit-chatting you know about what what do you think is going to happen tonight what happened last week you know how how are you yeah it's crazy <laughs> I mean and, and like they're you know 10 years older than us maybe give or take yeah and you know I mean we're young white boys obviously black women it's like this it's an interesting dynamic and banter that emerges I mean I think it, I mean for me it shapes uh like it got me out of my cultural norms, right? Like mm-hmm. it brought me into a different world. Right. And in a good way. I mean, how did you like how did you even get into Prince? How did I get into Prince? Yeah, I mean, if I so if I look at like my Prince memories, like I remember the American Music Awards. I remember Lionel Richie kind of hosting that deal and Prince playing, right? right? I remember the Grammys of that year. I remember kind of all that vibe. I remember trying to buy the Sheila E record, and my mom was like, "Yeah, you're not getting the Sheila E record, right?" Dang. Uh, and I was like, this, "But it's got glamorous life on it, you know." <laughs> but I mean, I wasn't like a huge Prince fan or anything. Meanwhile, right? my mom's buying me two live crew as nasty as they want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little more conservative <laughs> at the Bonnie household, um, you know. And then I bought. I, I saw Thieves in the Temple. I bought the Thieves in the Temple like single on a freaking deal, right? You know, so it's not like I didn't know Prince, right? But I didn't like. I didn't. Get Where did it. that come from? Did, like, was your sister? Yeah, I mean, my sister had uh, you know the time ice cream castles, purple okay. rain. She's graduating. They're living in that. Right. My sister, my other sister, went to Holy Angels, which is where Paul Peterson went to. Yeah. Right. So she did the talent show in '87, and the closing act of the talent show at the Holy Angels deal was Paul Peterson. Now, Paul Peterson at the time was, I think, post-family. So he was out on his own trying to find a gig. Hmm. He'd already done his thing with the time, already done his thing with the family, already like dropped mutiny, et cetera. And he's playing a, a talent show at uh, Holy Angels, and the freaking crowd goes wild. And I'm like, dude, who's this dude? And, you know, he plays his deal, and I don't know anything about that, but that's right. what happened, right? So, I mean, so I mean, it's Minneapolis, man. If you're not connected to Prince somehow, some way... Yeah. In the freaking summers of 85, 86, 87, dude, like Prince is where it's at. Yep. So I remember those things, right? right? But like I never really was like Prince is my jam. We saw Thieves in the Temple when I was in seventh grade. We went, crew of us, you know, and I was like, I don't know what's happening in this movie. <laughs> right. So, so your I, sister kind of laid some seeds, yeah. right? But they, they weren't, like, super passionate people about Prince. Like, right. it was just, like, the time, the space. Yep. Interesting. So, so I mean, it's Minneapolis, man. You get, yeah. You get inculturated, right? And I remember the news shows when he was going naked on the cover because I was always, like, kind of a kid that watched the news. So I remember that. Yeah. Seeing those albums. You know, I mean. Well, and that's kind of like me, too. Like, 
it's so funny when you think about it like because i was all into michael jackson so you'd see kind of those things about prince and you'd be like that's weird yeah michael jackson's cool man (laughs) and then all of a sudden it really just flipped (laughs) yeah really just like at one point it just changes you know so i think it's interesting you know i mean there's i got these memories that were there i think they were the antecedents to you know my ability to grasp on and my interest were like when i got close to them Mm -hmm. you know but i mean maybe that's just happenstance right that dude he was there we were here and right which reminds me too is uh growing up uh there was a couple kids down the block and their mom when i was like young young their mom was going to paisley park and she had like bootlegs on tape of prince yeah and i'm sorry not paisley park she was going to first avenue yeah yeah. when he was playing at first avenue this is old school yeah old old school trench coat coming out the trench coat and uh i just remember later on when i started getting into prince my mom mentioned that she'd still live there like oh like she she used to go to first avenue all the time and and uh maybe we'll get her on the show you know that'd be i mean that'd be cool i guess she had like all the a bunch of bootleg tapes of the shows and whatever that were recorded at first half but that was like way that's what the scene is all about though right it's about this history and these people and like who steps in how long are you in for why do you get out i mean i would assume that part of the reason she got well yeah and she had two kids you know like just i don't know like you said you know when once you're once you hear about it or you figure out the cha- the right channels that you can figure out when something is going on at Paisley Park, like you're getting the information and why are you not going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. So I'm excited about where we're going. I'm excited about the stories we'll hear. I think you got a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different people who experienced a lot of different things. Yeah. And I think there's going to be some unique lenses that we see this through, right? Like, like, like Dion's story about uh, – Oh, she was like eight or nine years old in the record store Seeing going it. up to Prince. That's, I mean, I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. I you had know, no idea. I, I think there's so many things that we're not ready for. And then I think the tapestry over time of all these stories interwoven together, they're going to tell something. They're going to give a picture and hopefully, you know, somebody yeah. finds this useful at some point. So we're going to break it down. It should be fun. Keep listening. Keep doing your thing. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Twitter. What's our Twitter uh, Twitter deal? At Paisley underscore Knights. And then we're also on Facebook. Of pa- course. Paisley Knights like that. Paisley Knights. Uh, comment. Send us messages. Retweet. Share. Tell your sister. Tell your brother. Tell your mama and them. Whoever, send us some comments, too. Whoever you got. It. Yeah, yeah. And if, if you're seeing us on, like, iTunes, you know, make sure you mark us positively. Put some comments. Drop some five stars, tweet at some people. <laughs> I mean, whatever you got to do. If you like it, you know, it's interesting because I actually, I mean, you know, like it, it's it'll be interesting to see who digs on this vibe and who doesn't, right? This yeah. is different than anything else that's out there. Yes, it is. So, yeah, if you like it. Because nobody else did this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, all right. So if you like it, you know, like it. If not, whatever. You know, we're doing this. This is Paisley Nights. We are chronicling the days of wild. I am Mark Bondi here with my co-host. DJ Dudley D. We're getting at it, man. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming on. Like our Facebook page. Give us some comments. Click it. Yep, do it. (laughs) Peace. And be wild.